I mean, you can make excuses or make it happen, man. You can't do both. So make a decision on which one of those people you're going to be an excuse maker or a person who's going to make it happen. Eight benefits of being data informed. This is pillar number four, knowing your numbers. And I think one of the main reasons why you're going to want to be data informed is that measurement equals motivation. Think about it like this. Let's imagine you had a younger sibling or a child and you were sitting on the couch and you realized, oh man, I left my bag in the car. And if you said to your daughter or to your son, hey, would you go out and get my bag out of the car? They're probably going to go, no, dad, I'm busy doing something. Or if you said, hey, I bet you can't run out to the car, get my bag and bring it in here and give it to me under 45 seconds. I bet you can't do that. Go, boom, immediately they're going to fly out the door, they're going to get the bag, they're going to bring it back to you. Why? Because there's a measurement. And when there's a measurement, there is motivation. So one of the eight benefits of being data informed is that when you measure things, you're more motivated. And another one is what you measure gets done. You see, so many times in life where we, we go through the motions instead of growing through the motions. And how do you grow through the motions? You grow by tracking. Tracking. An app I use on my phone is called Way of Life. And I simply have certain goals of what I'm trying to do on a daily basis. For example, did I read the Daily Dominator? Did I call Success Hotline? Did I read the Maxwell Daily Reader? Did I make my bed? Did I send the bear a nice text message in the morning? Did I hit my macros? Did I exercise? Did I meditate? And what I will do is I'll check and, and, and either check yes or no on all those things that I did. And because I'm doing that every day, it's like my checklist for success. If I'm looking at that every day and I go three or four days without meditating, then I know, man, I got to lock in and get that done. Otherwise, I'm going to start getting stressed out and, and lose control. So I keep track of that checklist because what you measure, you're going to get done. See, the other piece I love about being data informed is that numbers tell the truth and they lack emotion. For example... I work a lot in college baseball. And in college baseball, every team is going to take batting practice almost every day. They're going to get 20 swings at home plate. Usually it comes in five rounds or four rounds of five swings. And as those players are taking those four rounds of five swings, getting 20 swings, very few, probably can count them on the number of one hand of programs in the country are going to be measuring if the swing and batting practice was a quality swing and was executed. And those programs that do usually are the ones that are, that are the best. And one of them, which the first people I saw do that was Tim Corbin at Vanderbilt, where he measured their execution and batting practice because he says, hey, if our guys, if by putting a measurement on it gets them to focus more, if they focus more, they're going to improve. And if they improve, we're going to play better. I mean, it's just simple common sense. But people don't do it. They make excuses. Oh, we don't have enough managers. Oh, we don't have enough people. Or, you know, our, our batting practice pitcher can't throw balls while the guy's hitting and then turn around and write down on a clipboard. Or we can't put a clipboard on the cage outside. And when a guy comes out after hitting, he can't just make a number of how many balls he squared up and executed. I mean, you can make excuses or make it happen, man. You can't do both. So make a decision on which one of those people you're going to be an excuse maker or a person who's going to make it happen. And a simple way to make it happen as a baseball coach is measure how you do in batting practice execution. And if you can only execute at a 50% rate in BP, why would you expect yourself to have a 500% quality at bat average in, in a game when the ball's moving and the guy's trying to strike you out instead of just throwing it down the middle to let you hit? So when you have those numbers from 
performance base or practice. It's going to tell the truth. It's going to lack emotion. It's going to give you more clarity as to where you are. So, but you've got to chart your course. You've got to track your progress and you've got to know your numbers. Now, there's a difference between being data-driven and data-informed. You see, a lot of times in education, they talk about making data-driven decisions. And, and I think what data-driven decisions are is that the data is the only thing that plays into the factor of making the decision. And as you know from being a human being, sometimes there's emotions that come into play. Sometimes there's work ethic, there's attitudes, there's other things besides the win and the loss or the straight number that can come into play. So I think while being data informed and having all the information in front of you to help you make a calculated decision is important, I think often being data driven where the only thing that makes your decision is the numbers can be catastrophic when you're talking about dealing with human beings. So that's why I refer to the difference between data driven which is the decision is only based off, based off of the information and data informed, which is I take the information to help me make an informed decision. See, I think that's the, really the difference between practice and training as well is, you know, Navy SEALs and the military, they don't practice, they train. Great athletic programs don't practice, they train. Practice to me is simply showing up and going through the motions where training is there's a measurement training, there's a standard of excellence that you're trying to get to. So when we're throwing this bullpen, we're going to execute 70% quality pitches. Meaning the pitch that's thrown is the pitch that was called 70% of the time. We threw it to the location we want to. And by putting a measurement on it now, the focus for training and everything increases. And it's going to make that performance better. Now the best training strategy I've ever seen a process-based scrimmage. It was a scrimmage where, uh, and, and, and you could do this in baseball, I could do this in softball, I could do this really in any sport, but you identify what is the process of your sport and in that inner squad, you reward the process when you get it. So for example, let's use a baseball analogy. Everyone talks about throwing first pitch strikes. So let's say a pitcher throws a first pitch strike on the scoreboard in the hits column. It's going to go down as plus one for that team that threw the first pitch strike. Let's say a guy on the next pitch hits a line drive and he's out. Well, that's a quality at bat. So it's going to be plus two for that team. So on the scoreboard, it would be plus one for the defensive team for the first pitch strike, plus two in the hits column for the quality at bat. And as you go through and you identify what's the process in your sport, for example, in basketball, it would be a rebound and then in transition, they get the ball down the court, you know, with five passes. The guy takes a good open jump shot, misses the shot, but it was a high, high percentage shot plus one. Defense gets the rebound, comes down, um, driving the lane, and a guy's open on the wing, kicks it out, boom, kick out pass. He takes the shot, makes it, but it's going to be plus two for the kick out pass because the guy was wide open. Ball goes the other direction, a guy takes a charge, plus three for taking a charge, but also plus one for the person who got the offensive foul called on them for attacking the rim. So it all depends on what it is you want within your process because what you measure, you're going to get more of. You see, we treasure what we measure. And the things that we measure take the forefront of our awareness, so we're more likely to get those. So what are the key things in your life? What are the key things in your daily routine or in your sport that you're going to want to start to measure? So I want you to think about that right now before this podcast comes to a close, is what's one thing that you can start to measure in your life, personally and professionally, 
that will help you close the gap from where you are to where you want to be. Is it how many times you exercise? Is it how many nights you get to have dinner with your family? Is it how much time you put into email or in the internet? How many times you catch yourself searching or surfing the web instead of being productive? What about is it competitions in your sport where you're increasing competitiveness by setting up drills where there's a winner and a, and a learner in each drill so that you guys have more competitiveness in your practice? What are you going to do personally? What are you going to do professionally to measure so that you can increase the competitiveness of your training sessions and you can increase the effectiveness of your life? Make sure you know your numbers. Be more data informed because measurement is motivation. Are you looking for a high energy, competitive way to get your team to compete while training athleticism, hand-eye coordination, and lateral quickness? If so, you gotta check out Spikeball. Top high school, college, and professional athletes around the world are using Spikeball as a fun and safe competition to start their training sessions, practices, and workouts. It's also a tremendous way to train your routines and releases and build that elite mindset. As a listener to the Peak Performance Podcast, Podcast, you can get a free spike ball set by visiting briancane.com slash spike ball. Again, that's briancane.com slash spike ball because if you're not playing spike ball, you're just playing games. If your body could talk, what would it tell you? Know your body, transform your life. That's the motto of DexaFit, the best in helping you know your numbers. DexaFit shows you exactly how your body composition, cardiovascular fitness, and metabolic health compares to the optimal standard. We know that measurement equals motivation, and DexaFit measures your progress while providing the diet and fitness plan customized for your body. DexaFit is providing a tremendous opportunity for listeners of the Peak Performance Podcast to get their first scan at a discounted rate. Go to briancane.com slash DexaFit. That's briancane.com slash D-E-X-A-F-I-T right now to learn more. Thanks for listening to the Peak Performance Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to iTunes and leave a positive review or share a link to this episode on social media using hashtag PeakPod. Mention Brian Kane and one thing you learned in this episode for your chance to win a free ticket to the next Brian Kane Experience live event. Dominate the day.